So I've been thinking it might be a fun thing to try and do like a cold open on the show. Might like get the people going. I don't know. Seems like it could be good. That would be great. Yeah, we'll we'll see if it happens. I don't know. I don't know. Kind of, kind of working out the kinks still. Howdy and welcome back to Let the Band Play Football. My name is Reem Mayhem and I am joined this week by three incredible guests and we've got real football to talk about. So enough with the pleasantries, let's get straight into it. I'm joined first by the two-way captain for the Tau Beta Puff team, Rafe. Rafe, welcome to the podcast. Great to be here. Really, really nice uh, setup we have here. I like it. Yeah, yeah, really great to have you here in this uh, high-tech, uh, let's say, Zoom room. I'm joined by a new face on the show, but who's been bugging me, I think, to come on for weeks now. The starting quarterback of the Fighting Silent Llamas, Juba Section, Gage Bennett. Gage, how are you this evening? I am very tired from our game we just got done playing, but I am also very ecstatic to finally be here after begging you. Yeah, I know we'll be getting into that game here in a little bit. But I do have to introduce our last guest, and I, I think he's coming close to claiming the title of co-host. Folks, Jude Como is back on the program. Howdy, folks. Thank you, Jude. <laughs> That's all he needs. All right, gentlemen, let's start with the game that was just played that we're all just coming from. That is the 35-34 nail-biter between the Tuas and Tau Beta Puff. Rafe? Had the two was on the ropes. What was going well for Tau Beta Puff this week? Man, I mean, I got to say, uh, we just had exceptional route running today. I really do think that's what it kind of came down to. Um, exceptional route running. We had incredible, you know, QB sneak, just options to, to take. Um, don't get me wrong. Being on that line the entire time was mind-boggling and just excruciatingly exhausting but I think it just kind of came down to sticking to our guns sticking to what we know um sticking to just good execution I think it's just uh that's what let us get close to that win today unfortunately we couldn't quite bring it home but you know I gotta say I'm really not mad about it I'm really proud of the game that we played today yeah, I wouldn't be mad about it either. I mean, I know we don't have formal lines on these games, but I think just about anyone would say that Tau Beta Puff definitely yeah. covered today in a one-point yeah. loss. Rafe, you had an exceptional game. I know we don't keep stats, but I'd say at least a 200-yard game as at wide receiver. <laughs> what what was going through your mind there? What were you doing there? Man, I mean, I was I was just kind of playing my game there, you know? I was I came into the game not not expecting much I will say I wasn't expecting you know what happened just because we only had seven players today we only seven were guys, just able yeah. to make a team but um you know at some point that exhaustion just kind of faded away after I think it was after my first touchdown that exhaustion just kind of faded away I just started playing my game you know uh, just lights out in my head nothing really going except run my route catch the football jude we saw a shift from the tuba defense after halftime what kind of led to that shift and do you think that's a scheme we're going to see again 
you know, uh, we had a lot of problems with uh, a few players getting hurt. So we had to um, we had to shift our defense around a lot. Uh, we may see it in the future, but we uh, we adapted and we uh, we overcame. So and crucially, got a stop on the last play of the game, where it almost looked like Tabe Puff was going to score on yet another QB sneak. So that's what counts. Gage. Let's talk about that play that I think everybody listening wants us to talk about. The two-point conversion pass into the end zone to win the game. It's a gutsy play. Coach put the ball in your hands. Trusted you. How'd you make sure you got it done? Yeah, uh, I would definitely say to start my first saying of anything, do not sleep on Tau Beta Puff, bro. Those dudes... Came out here with seven people. They came out here with seven people. And they played an awesome game. All props to them. But back to the two-point play, like you said. Um, I was honestly very nervous before the two-point play. Um, I was totally in my head just expecting to run after the 10 seconds. That was in my head. I could not hear anything or see anything except for the ref counting down the 10 seconds. Um, yeah, and then Jacob was just kind of open, and I just gave it to him, and it was it was all emotions after that. The second I saw him come down with the ball, it was just 100% joy, and the frustration was all kind of gone because I, I was really mad at myself for how I was playing, but, you know, it just I just had to trust that you trusted us. You know, I think there was frustration on all sides of the ball, on both teams really, going into that last drive. Rafe, I I want to talk about two of the things that I think I, I know we saw the Tau Beta Puff team really exceed at today. First, defensive line play. Second, using your center as an eligible receiver. Can you touch on either of those points for us? Um... Uh, my audio keeps cutting out, but I believe what you said was using, you know, defensive line, using our center as a receiver, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah. You know, I got to say, I really have to hand it to my boy, Brennan. He was nuts today. He was our center. He was on the D line the entire game. He had one of the most incredible games I have ever seen especially in flag football. I mean, he had a touchdown. He had multiple yards gained from passes. Uh, that's that's one rule that we kind of try to you – know, we, we try to expound upon that not many teams, you know, think about is the center can run and catch the ball. I mean, it's an easy open receiver. It's an easy route that nobody's really covering. Uh, now, we don't do it every time because, you know, that would be a little obvious, but – when the time's right, uh, we have the quarterback back there, uh, Andrew, who really just knows how to make those plays work. He, he really, both of them, I mean, really, especially Brennan, I just have to hit it on it again. I mean, he had an exceptional, exceptional game. He was actually our MVP uh, of the game this week. He, he had just incredible stats. Um, as far as our D-line goes, we're – we're a very physical team. We are a very, very physical team. I mean, um, that's that's not really coached. That's just kind of how we as players are. 
Um, we like to get down into the mud, get our get our shirts dirty a little bit. Um, and I think, I mean, be expecting that for the for the following games. I mean, that's that's our that's one of our strong points is how physical we are, how tough we are, and we can just keep that keep the other team down by doing that. Yeah, Jude, I want to talk about a couple of those keys to success for the defense. One, if memory serves, I think there was an interception or two that I think looking back were certainly impactful plays. Also, a couple special teams miscues from Talbot to Puff that were really capitalized on. How did the defense do their part to make sure that the Tubas were able to eke out a one-point win? Uh, I think defensively we played a very good game. Um, like I said, we had a few problems with uh, injured players. We had uh, Trey got hurt, Park got hurt. Trey is yep. a starting uh, safety. Park is a starting corner. Um, one of our D linemen also got hurt. But we had to shift our uh, our defense to play Tau Beta Puff's offense. Um, you know, with going with their center going out for a pass just about every play, you know, he was, he was pretty uncovered for the first half of the mm-hmm. game. Um, but we were able to have a, have a little meeting at halftime and we were able to work out our kinks. Um, we played some other great players, Simeon, Colby, uh, Wes. Wes. So yeah. Also did great jobs uh, adjusting to our, our impromptu defense. Yep. Yep. And Gage, I know, I know the offense was struggling a little bit to, keep time in the pocket for you to make passes but the run game was solid uh how was that run game able to develop as well as it was what was working for y'all there well you know uh we'll say once again the d line on tau beta puff was giving us the runs today man uh it was you know just a few miscues here and there on offense but you know towards the end of the game I kind of just had this mindset where I was like, our pass game is not is not where it needs to be right now, regardless if it's the line, if it's me, I threw a pick, our receivers, whatever, yada, yada. I was like, it's time. You know, if I have an open gap to run, I trust my legs. I'm going to run. Michael Vick, Kyler Murray, whatever you want to say, whatever. Um, you know, it just came down to that, that last 58 seconds. going. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but the great thing is, you know, you have such a strong receiver core for the Tuba team that those receiver threats are real. And so the defense is going to have to fall back to cover them. So uh, I think that definitely played a role. Rafe, I want to bring you in on one more point here. Tuba defense had a little bit of trouble with open field tackling. How did that impact the offense's choice for Talbot to puff? to kind of trust the run game a little bit more or those short passes? Um, you know, I will say that was, that was a really, that was a really big point that we, that we definitely focused on. Uh, I, 
once we started noticing that those, you know, open field runs with Andrew just and Jaden and I mean the center routes with Brennan, you know, they're short routes, but that open field tackling was that that was in our favor. I will say, I mean, yeah. Tubas are exceptional at covering the long run. At covering not the long run, the long pass, and exceptional at covering the, those uh, QB sneaks. Um, I think our play calling in that area also just kind of helped us out. Um, it was it was definitely a big a big point that really uh, helped us, you know, fight back against the Tubas a little bit. You know, after our after our start to the season with drumline last weekend, you know, this game was a really big, it was really, it, it wasn't a victory, but it was a victory for us, you know, moral victory, moral victory, moral victory. Exactly. All right. Well, I couldn't have written that segue better if I tried, so I won't drumline 62 Tau beta puff, nothing. Was all four of us were at this game. Rafe, what went wrong on Sunday that didn't go right today? Goodness gracious, uh, a lot went wrong. Um, we fouls, fouls were fouls, flags were a intense part of that game, a lot bigger part than they definitely should have been. Um, that's that's one difference from today that that I can definitely make. Um, another thing was. Uh, we had to switch out quarterbacks, you know, during that game just because the guy who we had was better suited as a halfback or wide receiver than quarterback for that game. He did very well for how he's in. I will not diss him on that. He's been doing exceptionally. But Andrew um, Andrew is looking like our go-to guy from now on. Uh, yeah, I've got to make a – Drum line, yeah. We'll go, go ahead. Yeah, I've got to make a slight correction here. It, it was 64, not 62. I know I'll uh, hear about that if I don't make the correction. So, <laughs> yeah. quick correction, 64, not 62. Jude, you were with me refereeing that game. What was Drumline doing right on Sunday? Yeah, I think uh, Drumline just has a really good team. Um, you know, I – Tau Beta Puff had the same situation that they did today. You know, they were kind of short on players. Um, in in comparison to our game, I think uh, we had a lot of mistakes. But I feel like Drumline and, and uh, Tau Beta Puff, they played a fairly clean game. Um, yep. I, Drumline, Drumline had really good um, deep passes that they were able to execute. You know, they have a great receiver core, um, a big offensive line. Uh, I think they were just able to execute their, their plays and their passes way better than we could today. Yeah, I I think it's worth saying, you know, we, we don't yet have the week one poll out yet, but I think it's widely expected that we're going to have a consensus number one pick in the drum line in that poll. Gage, this is a drumline team that looks as dominant as ever. Can they be beat? Here's the deal with the drumline, man. They they are a lot of talk, but I will say they do walk the walk. They they have they put up the numbers, they have the defense, but I think one thing that pretty much every team in this league has is 
the drive. Like, I, I know the drumline want to play, they want to win, but I feel like every other team out here is just like wanting wanting to to finally beat them. Like, I honestly, like in my mind, I don't care who beats the drumline for the championship. Obviously, I want it to be the tubas, but I want anybody to beat them. If that makes sense, like okay, they they're just they're they're too much. They're too much right now, and I would love to be the ones to finally shut them down. But you know, uh, at this point, it's it's anybody's game. I feel like you know we came in today. Just I feel like we kind of thought today was going to be a cakewalk, and they showed us that every game is a game. It doesn't matter who you're playing. Yep, it's a different yep. kind of mindset going in, and I think it just as the weeks keep going, I think everyone's going to keep getting. So, listeners, uh, we just lost Gage on the main recording. Um, oh, my goodness. I think the drumline is going to hit a plateau, and they're going to be out of here, and someone's going to beat them. Great. Can't wait to see how that recording gets uploaded. Um, <laughs> long story short, uh, you know, drumline Goliath, rest of Tiger Band Football League, David. But worth remembering, Goliath loses. Rafe, I want to talk with you about this a little bit. I'm starting to think that Talbeta Puff might be kind of in that fight for third place, maybe even second place, although losing to the tubas doesn't help that effort, with the tubas and trumpets. And that maybe the Mellowins are kind of falling into a lower league than Talbeta Puff is. When you start looking ahead to your weak four week three matchup with the woodwinds should we be expecting talbeta puff to kind of make it into that division with the tubas and the trumpets i could not have put it better myself honestly um i will say i don't want to i don't want to hate but the mellows and the woodwinds have not been looking up to par quite yet um and also, even with trumpets, we did only lose by one touchdown. It's more than how we lost by today, but I think that that was only our first game. We've had experience. We 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 brought it to the tubas a little bit, uh, I will say. Yep. And I think that just that experience will help us bring bring home victory against the trumpets. And I believe that I don't think the Mel's going to be a cakewalk, like Gage was saying. Every game is a game. I think that our possibility of winning is a little bit higher, but we're still going to bring it to them just like we bring it to every team that we play. Yeah. Jude, I'm going to ask you a quick question here. You don't have to give a full answer because I know it's kind of revealing stuff for a crucial matchup later on in the season. How does a team beat Drumline? Uh, we gotta. We can't get dusted by receivers. Um, I think our D line and our, our linebackers and uh, our close safety did pretty well today when it came to, uh, you know, quarterback sneak or a running back. I just think that drumlines drumlines gold is in the deep ball. And I think we just can't get dusted because we have great corners, great corners and great safeties. So we just have to watch out for that. Woodwinds, Trumpets, Trumpets win 34-0 over the Woodwinds. This game, I think, went about how everyone expected. 
Mellowin's still having trouble with recruiting, even though they've got literally half the band to pull from at this point. What's going on with this Mellowin's team? Jude? Man, oh man. Just got to get players. That's it. That's all they got to do. Just get bodies. I mean... I understand Tau Beta Puff had a few problems with their with their uh, their staff today, um, but I know people actually do play for them. But it's unknown for the Mellow Winds. They say more and more people are coming, more and more people are joining. Where you know we have twenty people on our team, but I've yet to see ten. Rafe, if you were coach of the Mellow Winds, what would you be telling your players right now? Because right now it seems pretty demoralizing. Man, they just need a little more physicality. I know I've been touching on that a lot. I know that that's our thing. We're a big physical team. But I saw their entire line get pancaked one drive. And I think that that's just going to be kind of a a downfall for them. Um, You know, they have a a good quarterback, I will say. He's he's definitely not a running, rushing quarterback like Gage or Andrew is. But he he does have some pretty nasty dimes. Pro style he does QB, have some pretty yeah. nasty dimes. Yeah, no, I he, he I I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, they just need to get bigger people. They need to recruit bigger people. I think. Gage trumpets are they a contender this year? My thing with the trumpets is. It seems like the the athletes are there, but I think the mm. the chemistry is something that I don't know if they if they mm. can get to the next level. Like you, when you have 40, 50 people on a team and you're trying to get everybody play time, you know, there's only seven on the field at a time. So if those same seven people aren't the same seven that they're constantly running. And I mean, I've seen them out at, I mean, practice, whatever, throwing in circles, whatever. Uh like, it, whenever you're constantly rotating so many people at the same time, you can't get that that connection between the quarterback and the wide receiver or just anybody. Like, I think most of the scores that they had was just handing the ball to somebody and letting that guy be so fast he can run down the field. I think, I think the chemistry between the receivers and the quarterback is something that, that they're really going to have to work on because, as we saw today, you can't win a game just running it or just throwing it. It's got to be everything. And I don't know okay. if they have okay. everything. So we'll we'll see if this trumpet team can really start to click here in the coming weeks and months. Let's look big picture here, though. What was going right for the trumpets, Jude? What was going right for the trumpets? Yes, sir. <clears throat> uh, I think they have... You know they like like Gage was saying they have they have a quite a bit of people on their team. Um, I think with that and the rule changes and all that, you know, we keep going back to this basis of you know rule change. Um, they have they have the people to to uh, play, you know, without anybody getting super tired. Uh, and like Gage was saying, you know, they gave the ball to one person, ran downfield, you know. A lot of yards. Um, they're they're an okay team. I think I think in the scheme of things, Tau Beta Puff. I uh, understand 
Wait, th- did did TBP play uh, trumpets yet or no? Oh, uh, they I'm were sorry. our scrimmage game uh, week week zero. And that was seven zero, right? It was that was a seven zero game, yeah. like last minute touchdown. Man, I genuinely think in in the regular season, Tau Beta Puff will beat the trumpets. All right, I think it's a great possibility. All right, there it is. The, the the bold prediction for Jude for what should be a pretty interesting week four matchup. As loyal listeners will recall, week four is that week where we get a repeat of the two scrimmage matchups. I know that date is circled for the Silent Llamas as well for their game against the Mellowins. Let's go big picture here for a second, folks. Was there anything you saw in week one that changes who you think might win this league? Rafe, I'll start with you. Uh, not necessarily. I mean, I haven't seen Drumline play anybody besides us. So it's, it's hard to touch on. They did have two bye weeks in a row. Um... So, you know, it's hard to say Drumline does feel very overpowering, but I also think that we just played a bad game that week. I think there were just a lot of things that weren't clicking for us at the game. So I, I feel like we could have done a lot better. But um, it it really is hard to say. I would say that, you know, it, it's a toss-up for second and third. I, I really do think it's a toss-up for second and third. It's – um. Got some really big, big name teams out here. Uh, got the tubas. The trumpets are obviously easy contenders. I, I I do very much like hearing that Tau Beta Puff is gonna is gonna come in and you know usurp usurp the throne a little bit. I, I like hearing that a lot. But I'll just have to see how that plays out. It is hard to touch on at this time. Yeah, we'll we'll have to be talking about uh, the old TBP. Jude, big picture. What has week one told you about the state of the league? State of the league. Um, so when we when we first started with our our, uh, our preseason predictions for you know the regular season, I had uh, I had I had trumpets going three and one. Um, I believe that that drumline and tubas are still great competitors. Um, but I, I honestly playing, playing TBP today, I'm going to have to knock out, knock the trumpets down a little bit, um, and knock up, knock the, uh, Tau Beta Puff above them. So I, as it stands, I have Mellow Winds bottom. Yep. Unfortunately, trumpets, TBP, and then I can't say who's going to be up there when it comes to, uh, tubas and drumline. Gage, what is... What does the season look like for you looking forward? Um, I honestly think week one changes everything for me. Um, you know, seeing the TBP go out there two games in a row, playing arguably the best two teams in the league, both with only seven, eight people to have regardless on the field, I think they take third all day long. I think here on out, I think TBP beats every team they play. I think they take drumline. I mean, <laughs> oop, might be. I think they take the trumpets. I think they take the mellow wins. And then 
Whoever that's whoever it. Knows that's last their season. I, 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 t- everything is up from here. TBP out. I think they take. Oh yeah, I I, t- I think they take third easy. Like those guys are physical. They play way harder than anybody else out there. Um, I agree with everybody else. I think Mello wins are on the bottom. I think regardless of the numbers they have, the TBP's coming out here with seven people and you know keeping us on our toes literally until the last three seconds. The Mello wins have seven people on the field. Yep. If they're gonna play as hard, they can do the same thing. They're still on the bottom. I think trumpets are fourth. TBP is three. I think top two. Uh, two was in drumline. I honestly think we take it. I think the I think the only thing that they're really really good at is that deep ball, and I think someone's just got to figure it out. I mean, I don't. Everyone plays them every single time, and all they do is deep ball, deep ball, deep ball. All you need is one team to put some more people back there and to figure that out, and it's money. Um, I think we get a few more games under our belt, and I think two was take the drumline, man. I mean, they've got one thing that they do really good, and then everything else they're just good at. And I think if we can get really good at blocking, there what is really the good bold at, prediction for week three. And goodness knows, I'm nothing if not a fan of hot takes on my show. I'll say this: I'm going to need to see a lot from the Mellowins to move them out of last place and move them out of an 0 and 4 record overall. I think 0 and 4 is well in play. I think they should be worried. I think they need to do a lot to fix it. It's time to have a conversation about that team and whether or not the leadership of that team should be staying in place going into next season. With that, gentlemen, thank you so much for coming on. I know we'll be having many of y'all back on here later this season. As always, folks, if you're trying to come on the show, my email is in the show description. So please shoot me an email. More than happy to have y'all on the program. And as always, I'm Lee Mayhem. We'll talk to y'all soon. Yeah, we all were just like, <laughs> what do we do? Oh, what do we do now? Who's going to ask us gone? questions? <laughs> oh, there he goes. <laughs> oh my God, he's gone again. Let the band play football.